David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Great to be back in the studio after several weeks being away. A little vacation time. Vacation for me, vacation for you. We hit both coasts. How was New York? Very nice. First time there. It was cleaner than I thought. The subways were safe. I was expecting the worst, but the kids loved it. Kids loved it, and the wife? Wife loved it. She likes it better than Chicago. Uh-oh. I said it's like Chicago on steroids. She goes, no, it seems like it's just older. There's more culture there. It's older, it's more compact, but there's uh, the population is more dense in more ways than one. No, just kidding, anybody who's listening in New York. And LaGuardia hasn't changed in 40 years. It's not still a, a dump. Not a bit. It was probably nice, you know, 70 years ago. But uh, it's an interesting place. Yeah, they roughed it at the uh, plaza for their tea. A little a little tea with... Uh, no crumpets. Eloise? Eloise at the plaza. She has her own little shop in the basement, so we got stuff there. Okay. They had their tea. You could have their finger food. They have condos there now, right? Yeah, it's condos and hotels. Both. Okay, so you could just buy, you know, a place there, have a place here, a place there, a place everywhere. Bike ride through Central Park, Rockefeller Center, Top Empire State, stayed at the Waldorf. The plaza wasn't happening. They heard I stayed at the Waldorf. The doorman goes, you know why the Waldorf's so dark inside? I said, why? Because it's in the plaza shadow. But I'm pumped. Everybody's a comedian. <laughs> Those doormen, I think, make good, mo- good money there. Yes, yes, they do. So how was the other coast? The West Coast was beautiful, sunny. Temperature couldn't have been better. Off, went to the beach one day, Laguna Beach, with my son Mark, and it was a little chilly, so there wasn't a whole lot of beach volleyball. But there were there were some people playing of both genders. Did you have your speedo on? No, I did not. Thank goodness. I don't think that would have been good for anybody. Did you find any beautiful models interview out there? Well, I just happened to happen upon one, Katerina Van Durham, the uh, two-time former St. Pauli girl, the only. Two-time St. Pauli girl in the history of all that. Beautiful uh, young woman who had been to Chicago a couple times and met her when she would come through uh, two summers ago and three summers ago, I guess it was. And we just had a delightful time at a restaurant on Sunset Strip. Oh, I thought you were going to be at her condo or house. No. <laughs> the, the restaurant was good enough. Let's go right to the interview. We are in Los Angeles, California with Katerina Van Durham, the former St. Pauli girl. And this is the lengths that we go to at Sports and Torts to, to find wonderful guests who just happen to be beautiful women, too. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm wonderful. Every, every day is a beautiful day to me, you know, so... Even if it's rainy? But it, it's a beautiful rainy day. Now... You wake up that way? Yes. I always make sure that my very first, first thoughts of a day are very positive because that's how your day is going to evolve. So if you start negative and you just start thinking, oh, it's 
raining outside, guess what? The whole day is going to be pretty shitty, I think. Excuse my language. That's okay. But it's, you, that's Croatian, right? <laughs> Slovakian? Croatian? I'm sorry. No, but it's important to start your day. Life is beautiful, and I guarantee your day will be amazing. As the two-time, the only two-time St. Pauli girl, you're, you're the queen of the St. Pauli girls, but... So far? Did, I guess they didn't let you keep the outfit? Oh, yeah, I have yeah, it. Oh, it's at home? Yeah, yeah I'm just sitting on them. One day they'll go on eBay or something. eBay? Yeah. But the time is right. A, yeah. a game-worn St. Pauli girl outfit. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to uh, set up an eBay alert for that. Yeah, I got the sash. You know, I like to wear yes. only the sash sometimes, so that's even more valuable because that's sitting on a naked body, you know? Did you get a new one for each year? I did, yeah. Oh. Okay. I have actually a couple. And somebody stole one of mine in New York in a hotel, which is weird. But, um, yeah, I got one stolen. Dangerous world out there. Yeah. You, you made it to Chicago a couple times. Mm-hmm. I love Chicago. I think it's such a beautiful city. You should come there sometime in the winter, although this winter was fairly mild. Oh, come on. There's something so romantic about snow. I'm not saying every day, but <laughs> at least during the holidays, you know. I wish we had snow in California. I miss snow. I miss uh, the cold when your nose and ears get all like so frozen that you can even hear. I miss that. I really do. Like I said, not every day, but around the holidays, you know. Yes, yes. It just brings, I feel winter brings people together a little bit more. Because when you live in California and it's always sunny, everybody's walking around shirtless and everybody's feeling very free. And, Wait a minute. Oh, they're walking around shirtless? Yeah, shirtless. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I, no. Oh, oh. Guys. Guys. I, I guess I'll stick around later for the shirtless part. No. <laughs> After a few <laughs> That'll be the director's yeah. cut for this shot. But no, like people feel so... Um, selfish, you know, versus in the winter cold weather where people feel more bonded and cuddly and stuff. So there's something beautiful about winter that you guys probably take for granted. Now, I'll assume you're not following sports very closely these days. Not too closely, uh, closely because I am in my zone uh, for a couple of months and uh, I was at the Super Bowl this year, but honestly... I won't, I won't even ask you who played. Don't even ask me who played. I know. Did, so you, did you see any of the football? Did I? I can't even remember. <laughs> you must have had a good time. I was having a good time. That's true. <laughs> it's all about, you know, the partying anyway, right? Right. Um, oh, there's a game? Oh. There's a game, yeah. It's like the same when I go to the Laker game, you know. Uh, I sit in a booth up there, and I don't even know that there's a game happening because we're all drinking cocktails. And, in a suite. In a suite, know. having a good time. You just, you know, it's just that way. When you're hanging out with the VIPs, it's cool, but then you always miss the game, any sports. And I'm sure many people can agree. Do you ever go to a Clippers game or only Lakers? I've never been to Clippers. No, Clippers game. It's at the same place. I know, but... Okay. Now, the Dodgers just got sold for $2 billion. Well, good for him, I guess. Good for somebody. Magic Johnson part of the group that's buying that. You ever get to the Dodger Stadium? Um, I've been there twice, a few years ago. 
dog at my pretzel. <laughs> Dodger dog? No, because I'm a vegan. You need, know what you need to do? You need to come up with a vegan badger dog. No? You have to tell me this off the camera. Oh, okay. I would give you your cut. Oh, good. I'll get, I'll, I'll get my 2%. Now you're done. You have a secret. No, but definitely I believe there's going to be some options later. But, yeah, to me it's all about fun. I'm not into sports, honestly, as much as I used to be. I am um, in point of my life that I'm really trying to get my business going, so I am in a zone and I'm very focused, because I, I truly believe if you want to accomplish something or build a business or a company, you really have to put all your efforts and focus into this thing, so I have not been watching sports or doing much recently, but you know, I've been to a few in the past and hopefully I'll get to do it when I have my VIP tickets from the money oh, I'm going to make from my business. That sounds good. Well, I've been watching what you've been doing and part of what you've been doing is something called Viva Glam, yes. which is going to be an online magazine. Yes, it's going to be an online magazine uh, uh, launching this summer, hopefully in June. And I basically try to create a world of beauty where not just women but also men can come and join because besides beautiful photos of beautiful women and models, uh, we're going to have something called geography lessons where we're going to, in a very cute and sexy way, uh, educate men and women on geography around the world. And uh, also we're going to have some tips for men. You know, we're going to have actually a lot of time. So you guys can just dial in and we're going to have a celebrity post uh, for it and ask her some questions and she's going to be answering. So it should be lots of fun. So make sure you look for Viva Glam magazine uh, somewhere in June this year, 2012. Now, would this have a lot of video element to it? Many, yes. Everything is, I mean, there's lots of, you know, uh, written parts. There's text. But ton of, ton of videos. Uh, all the geography lessons will be actually videos. So there's going to be the sexy schoolgirl teaching geography. Let's leave it right there. How about that? <laughs> that sounds good. You know, so sorry I'm not into sports That's I'm quite into all, geography. That, you're into geography? Okay. Well, I, I, I should be able then to learn where Slovakia is. You better. And people should know Slovakia is in Central Europe. It's not Eastern Europe. It's not a part of former Soviet Union. I always get this question and I'm like, things changed since 1945 and stuff. You know, like uh, countries split up and stuff. We are in Central Europe. Forget about Eastern Europe. That's other countries. So Slovakia. Okay. I get that straight, okay? Okay. Do you do much modeling these days? Uh, yeah. uh, okay, see. There you go, you're famous now. Doing any modeling these days? Not much modeling these days. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, create my projects where I hire models. So I like to run the show versus, you know, being a follower and being a part of like a small person on the show. But still, you know, flying to Europe to do some gigs and um, still some catalogs, but it's like minor, right? It's like pointless even to talk about it. Modern people think it's so cool, and it is in some sense, for a little while. But honestly, I think there's many more, much more interesting things in life to do than modern. And I've always been very intellectual. I've always been into education and traveling and different cultures and learning about philosophies and, you know, different things. And that's 
to me way more fulfilling than some modeling where they just pose on you and critique you for being too skinny or not skinny enough or your hair is over process or blah blah. Your, your boobs are too big, they're not big enough. Exactly. You're never perfect. So modeling is cool to get you somewhere or open a door to other areas, but you know, unless you're like Claudia Schiffer or Kate Moss, then you know, God bless them because that's like fifty million dollar in the bank. Well, if they offered you that, you might do it on a full time. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would stick with mom, but besides that. You do a lot of makeup, though, for photo shoots and things like that, correct? Yes, I, um, I am a beauty specialist. I work with a few celebrities and also a bunch of models and moms and, you know, all kinds of clients in Los Angeles. And um, I love the beauty industry. I love, I think there's something so beautiful about it. Human face, and not just women, even men. I find bone structure so fascinating to me, and I just love painting on it. You know, to me, it's like a like an art project. Every time I, I get a person and I start painting the face, versus just applying makeup, whatever. No, I always take every face as a, as a separate project and uh, try to create a work of art. And I think that's why I'm so popular because I'm much more into it than just applying. Some makeup, and, and I get many compliments from men, and that's that's a big compliment because when men can recognize good makeup is versus bad makeup, that that tells you something because the majority of men they go, oh you know she's hot, she got blonde hair and boobs and two legs, she's hot, you know. But when men start coming to me and telling me, listen, my wife never looked hotter in her life. We had sex till 9 a.m. this morning because. She Thank you so much. That means is, is that the secret to it all? It is. So. Now, is it easier for you, as one who is modeled and who's attractive, does that work for you or against you when you try to, to be a, a, a do your makeup job? Do people say, well, what does she know? She's just some good looking. It, it depends. It depends. Um, there's smart women who look up to me and they kind of see the magic I can do and they look up to me and they want me to transform them so they're happy to be around me. There's women who feel intimidated by me and they just don't want me to be around them. They don't want to travel with me because they feel like I overshadow them. Um, you know, my disadvantage sometimes what I find is that when I am toned down and going on set, I look much younger than I am. So people don't take me seriously enough because they think I'm some 25-year-old girl who just got into doing makeup. Just got out of cosmetology school. Exactly. You know, I'm just trying to do makeup. You know, they don't see I have 15 years of experience and I am close to my 40s. You know. Just kidding. But I am in my late 30s, so... You know, so they don't see that because, you know, they just feel like I'm a little bit younger. So that's a big disadvantage. And I feel, they talk to me like I'm a kid. And I'm like, I run my own LLC. I'm, my, you know, don't talk to me. So that's one of those things. But so how do you stay so young looking? It's, it's, got, it's, it's more than makeup. It's a vegan diet. Is that what it is? Meat ages. But, um, you know what, it's just, um, I'm happy. It really comes down to happiness. I am happy. And I love myself for who I am. I try not to judge myself. Uh, 
I'm grateful for what I got and I work with it. The tools I got in life, you know, I'm just trying to use. And I am really just thankful every day for little things. And I feel when you have that light inside you, it kind of goes into your cells and pores and your body. And you shine and you, you radiate some kind of a youth, you know. I have wrinkles. I'm, you know, I work. <laughs> but, but it just it doesn't matter because it's so much more than, than just that. You know, you, you come across youthful because of your spirit. That's what it comes down to. I'm not an angry person. I don't like to yell. I, I just like to rock and roll and enjoy life. So we want to see you getting cosmetic surgery and things like that? Not anytime soon. No. For sure not. I um, I feel like I have at least another 15 years before I do any of that, if I do any of that. You just don't want to end up with one of those surgeries where you, you get like that Joker smile where your lips you know, twirl up? Listen, I do makeup on many women in Los Angeles and I see it all. And I, that's enough of a lesson for me to see why I don't want to start messing with it too much. Because I see 22-year-old girls, 25, who are already so... Well, what would be the right word to use? Altered, let's say? Yes. Cosmetically enhanced? But in the wrong way, and people don't realize the side effects. Um, I think it's easy to stay somewhat good-looking when you're in your 20s or 30s. It's going to be tough when you're in your 50s and 60s. I want to see what those women do then, when they're going to be so distorted with their features by that time. It's going to be impossible to keep any if they are already messed up now. To me, I'm just embracing what I have now, and then it's going to be easier to work with it when I'm older because that's when it's hard to maintain beauty, much, much harder than now. So I'm surprised women do this. What do you think of teenagers? Do you fear stories of teenagers getting cosmetic surgery? Sad. Sad. I mean, I don't know who to blame, you know. I don't, but it's sad. Well, I always have the feeling, even after these people have cosmetic surgery, when they look in the mirror, what do they really see? Do they see that new face, or do they see what's in their mind's eye of what they were? And they'll never get to that point of no, perfection. I believe that um, your mind also alters with your look. So if you, basically, this is to make a long search, if you are not happy with yourself to begin with, no matter what you do with your face, you'll never be 100% happy. You will always look for ways to alter it, and you always, in your mind, will see yourself not perfect. If you perceive yourself now, well, I'm not perfect, but I like myself. I'm happy, you know, I'm grateful. You will always be that way. You study um, different theories from plastic uh, uh, surgeons that broke in the past, and they'll tell you, the study shows that no matter how unhappy people come to the place to get any surgery, they always just keep coming back and keep coming back, and they never stop, they never say like, oh, I look perfect, thank you so much, I'll never see you again. They will continue coming, continue, and they're never happy, they will always find something. So it starts with your mindset. That's 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 the issue. So... I'll try to remember that and have a positive mindset. You look beautiful. You don't need anything yet. You just well, look at your cheeks. Are you blushing? Yeah. It must be the sun. It must be the sun. <laughs> well. That was a great interview, Elliot. You're still blushing. I am. It was a, a fun time. So no cosmetic surgery for you then? 
Not yet. You don't want to look like Kenny Rogers does now? Oh. <laughs> Embalmed? No, no, thank you. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to have on legendary Celtic, current broadcaster Tommy Heinsohn. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. 